the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is made possible through the sponsorship of the Word of Life Bible Fellowship and through the generous giving of faithful donors like you. If you would like to learn more about our ministry, you can visit us at awordforlife.com. Welcome to A Word for Life. A Word for Life is the radio ministry of the Word of Life Bible Fellowship, located in Tacoma, Washington. And now, here's Pastor Michael Fields with A Word for Life. Now, the word brawler that we have here, dear ones, in the text, it comes from the root word in the Greek, maki. And that word maki in the Greek, it means to do battle or to quarrel or to have a controversy with another. So we're talking about to do battle with someone or to, to have a quarrel with somebody or to have a controversy with somebody. But dear ones, that word that Paul uses, even though that word at its root, it, it, it's the word maki, Paul uses here in the text, he uses the, word, the Greek word amakos. He uses the Greek word amakos. And the A that he puts at the beginning of this word, that prefix, dear ones, is a negative. And so it gives a negative connotation to whatever it is that follows it. And so... Paul, his, he uses the word maki, but he uses, instead of using that word, he uses amakos. And so it gives a negative connotation. So what Paul is saying there, dear ones, he is literally saying to not do battle, to not be quarrelsome, or to not have a controversy with someone else, to be disinclined to fighting with other people. So Paul says, do not be a brawler. Do not be someone who seeks to do battle. Do not be someone who seeks to quarrel over things. Do not be somebody who seeks to have controversy or deal with controversy or stir up controversy. Be somebody who is disinclined, not inclined, disinclined to quarreling with others. Now, some of y'all right now, I know right now, you're going to have a hard time. <laughs> you have a hard time with this morning's message because you love to argue with folks. You love to argue about things. You love to get your point across. You love to make them see your angle and see where you're coming from. You love, you just love to stir it up with people. You love that. Paul says, stop doing that. Stop it. 
Stop. That is not the Lord dealing with you. That is not the Lord using you. That is not the Lord. That is not the Spirit of God moving in you. That is not. Do not be a brawler. Lord have mercy. Let's let's, let's move to the second word. Y'all say, Pastor, move on. Okay, I will. Let's move to the second word. The second word that we want to take note of is that Paul says, he says, speak evil of no man. To be no brawler. But then he says, this is what I want you to be. I want you to be gentle. I want you to be gentle. Now, that word in the Greek, dear ones, it is not necessarily referring to somebody being soft or being sensitive. We think of the word gentle and we automatically think of softness or sensitivity. That's not what Paul is saying. That's not what the word means in the Greek. Dear ones, the word in the Greek, it actually means to be fair or be reasonable or to not insist on sticking to the letter of the law on things and to be willing to cut someone some slack in things. Lord have mercy. To be fair. Paul says, don't, do not, don't be a brawler. Don't, don't be, don't be, you know, no. It, 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 don't be the one who always looks for an argument, always looks for a fight, always wants to do battle, always wants to have a controversy. Paul says, don't do that. But this is what I want you to do. Be gentle. In other words, be fair. Be reasonable. Don't be that person. Well, no, no, no. It says it right here. No, no, no. It has to be this way because it says right there. No, no, no. No, Don't be that person. Be the person who cuts somebody some slack. Be the person that shows, here we go now, grace to other folk. Lord have mercy. Be gentle. And so, and so, Paul is suggesting here that we, as the people of God, show to others some leniency and some graciousness that we extend to other people but then the third word that Paul uses here he uses the word meekness is but be gentle showing all meekness unto all men and the word meekness that is used here it comes from a word that means to endure all things with an even temper But then it also carries the meaning. You push a little farther into the word. It also means to be free from a haughty spirit of self-sufficiency. So it has the dual meaning. It says, it says, one, to endure all things with an even temper. Now, to endure all things with an even temper, dear ones, that means you don't allow yourself to get overly excited or overly angry or overly irritated about things. Some folks just get upset. You just get hot as fish grease. I mean, you just hot. You just go there. Paul says, stop. Stop doing that. Don't get overly excited. Why isn't it like that? Why? Ooh, I'm just so, ooh, it makes me so angry. Stop. Don't get overly excited. Don't get overly angry about things. Allow the Holy Spirit to help you to maintain your composure and to resist the urge to overreact or respond hastily to things. Allow the Holy Ghost to hold the reins on your temper. Hold the reins on your anger. So that you don't begin to overreact or respond hastily to things. 
and, uh, and your temperament and your attitude in things and about things and with things, it stays even. It stays balanced. It does not get out of hand and out of control. Your temperament, it stays even. It stays balanced. You don't get too high. You don't get too low, but you don't get too high either. You just stay balanced. And you do not allow, you, uh, you ask the Holy Spirit to help you to not allow your anger and your temper to get out of control. But then, as I said, the second part of that word, the meaning is to be free from a haughty spirit of self-sufficiency. And there was that means that you are painfully and clearly aware of the reality that the mistakes that others have made could have easily been done by you yourself. When you are free from a haughty spirit of self-sufficiency, you are keenly and clearly aware that the mistakes that other folk have made, you could have done the same thing yourself easily. You are painfully aware that what someone else may be struggling with is no different than the things that you are struggling with yourself. And you are painfully aware and you are cautious and very, very, very careful to never allow yourself to form your lips. To say stuff like, that would never happen to me. I would never do something like that. Or you will never find me in that situation. You are painfully and careful. You are increasingly aware to never form your lips. To make statements like that. I ain't, you would never catch me doing that. You would never see me acting that way. I, I would never do something like that. Don't, don't form your lips to say that. If not but for God's grace, you would do the same thing. And anybody that doesn't believe that, you've already been deceived by the devil himself. You are aware that the struggles, the faults, the failures, the, the, the things that other people deal with, you are susceptible to those things yourself. But the second thing that I want for us to do, dear ones, as we look at this text of Scripture, is I want to contextualize it all. I want to contextualize it. That is, I want to put it all in its context, put all the pieces. We looked at the different pieces, but I want to put the pieces in their proper place so we can see it as it flows together. And so Paul says here in verse 2, he says, speak evil of no man. That is, don't start talking bad about people and running folk down to other folk. Then he says, don't be a brawler. We are to be someone who is not looking to fight with others, who is not looking to be argumentative, and who is not trying to be controversial or just be difficult. Some folks just won't be difficult. Stop trying to be difficult. But then he says, this is what you are to do. You are to be gentle. That is, we are to allow the Holy Spirit to help us so that we can learn how to be fair and reasonable with other people and considerate towards other people. We are to be willing and open to working things out with others and not demanding that it be our way. Lord have mercy. And then we are to be, we are to be meek towards others. That is, we are to ask the Holy Spirit to help us to see and interpret and endure all things with an even temperedness. We don't explode on folk. 
We don't go off on people. Saints shouldn't be going off on folk. Saints should not be going off on folk. I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. I know folk. I, I almost went off on them. I'm, I'm sorry. There was, I can't see anywhere in the scriptures. And people, well, Jesus, you know, in the temple, he did not. Okay, yeah, that's Jesus. That's Jesus. Talking about his house and making his father's house a, a place of ill repute. That's Jesus doing it. For a God honoring and God glorifying reason. More times than not, we want to go off on somebody, it's because they crossed us in some way. And it ain't got nothing to do with God and honoring the Lord in any way whatsoever. We will get back to Pastor Fields and to today's message in just a moment. But we wanted to take a moment to share with all of you that the aim of our radio ministry at the Word of Life Bible Fellowship is to share the good news of Jesus Christ with as many people as possible and to strengthen and edify the body of Christ through Bible teaching that is both clear and relevant. We would like to see this ministry go even farther in accomplishing this work, but in order for us to be able to do that, we need your help. If you are able, after you have given to the support of your own local home church, if you are able to help us with the cost of airing this program on the station, we would greatly appreciate it. All donations are tax deductible and they can be sent to the Word of Life Bible Fellowship, P.O. Box 8903, Tacoma, Washington, 98418. And if you would like to learn more about our ministry and be able to listen to some of the archived messages from Pastor Fields, you can do so by visiting us at our website, which is a word for life.com. And now let's get back to Pastor Fields and to today's message. Saints shouldn't be going off on folk, just exploding on people. We, as the people of God, there was the Holy Ghost should have a little bit more control in your life. The Holy Ghost should have a little bit more control on the, the reins of your emotions. I'm not saying that you didn't feel like going off. You didn't feel like telling that person off. You didn't feel like going there and and letting them have it. I ain't saying that. What I'm saying is even though you felt like that, the Holy Ghost had a hold on you and kept you and held the reins until that feeling subsided within you, until that feeling passed. And then as, as the feeling passed, He gave you proper words to share how you feel. Proper ways to share how how it impacted you. He gave you proper ways. And so there was a... Paul says we we should be this type of person. But, but, But the third thing that I want for us to notice from this text that we're looking at, dear ones, is I want for us to notice the connection that Paul establishes for us here between the submitting to those who are in positions of leadership over us that we are called to do with how we are to respond to those that we disagree with. Notice the text. Verse 1 says, Put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work. Now, dear ones, in my Bible, there's no period. That's a comma, which means keep reading. 
to speak evil of no man, to be no brawler, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. There's the period. And so Paul connects submitting to those who are in leadership over you with learning how to not be, how to disagree with folk respectfully. Paul connects the two things together. Now the reason why it is important for us to take note of this, dear ones, is because many of us know what it is like to have to submit to someone's authority, but then talk bad about that person every chance you get. You got a boss on your job. And you're supposed to submit to their authority. The Bible tells you submit to their authority. Mm-hmm. But every time you turn around, you're running your boss down. They said this. I can get on my nerve. Can't stand that person. Make me sick. You're doing what they ask you to do, but you're running them down. You're talking bad about them. You go over to your coworkers. Man, that person, I, I wish they'd just transfer up out of here. Man, I'm tired of that person. They're getting on my nerves. I'm just tired of them. You, you just, you're just talking bad. You're going on and on and saying these things. And, and Paul, Paul puts these two things together about disagreeing respectfully with submitting to those that are in leadership over you. Amen. He puts them together. Amen. Because they are inti- intimately connected and interwoven with one another. Sometimes your disagreement is not with somebody who is your peer. Amen. At times, your disagreement with somebody is, a, is with someone who is your superior. Amen. Lord have mercy. Amen. And so we find ourselves railing and ranting and going off on people who are in, who are in positions of leadership over us. Amen. Let me say that one more time. We find ourselves railing and ranting about people and concerning people who are in positions of leadership that, that are over us. Now, if you want any further explanation of what I'm talking about or any further examples of what I'm talking about, just turn on your TVs. And you will see people railing and ranting and going off and speaking in all kinds of different ways about people who are in leadership. I'm not saying they're right. I'm not saying they're appropriate. I'm not saying that what they're doing is even good. What I am saying is as followers of Jesus Christ, we represent the Lord. And that is who we are to represent to the world. And so we can disagree. And in some cases, we should disagree. But we must always do it respectfully. We must always be respectful. So, So what Paul is saying to us here, dear ones, is that our outward submittal to their authority, for those that are over us, our outward submittal to their authority that we give to them, it must be matched with an inward attitude of respectfulness that we show towards them even in those times where we disagree with them. You can never allow your disagreement to cause you to, co- to become disrespectful. That should never happen to the saint of God. That should never be part of the testimony that you have. There's been, I, I, I know Brother Folsom and I, we, you know, we, you know he's, he's moved on. He's, he's doing bigger and better things now than, than working with me anymore. He's, he's, he's graduated from me. But, <laughs> but there were times 
where both he and I, because we, we, t- we talk and we share, there have been times where he has had to do this and I have had to do this. You're in a situation, you're in a fire scene or an emergency medical situation and things are going on and, and, and you find yourself getting irritated and so you lash out and you respond to somebody in a way that is not kind, that is not generous, that is not loving, that is not representative of Jesus Christ. After it's all said and done, you want to drop it, but the Holy Ghost won't let you drop it. You want to leave it alone, but the Holy Ghost won't let you leave it alone. I remember one time, dear ones, the Holy Ghost had me drive on a day off, had me drive to Seattle just to talk to this one person and go to them and say, you know what? What happened the other day on that fire scene? I was wrong and I am sorry. I was wrong and I'm sorry. It caught him off guard. He's like, what do you, what do you mean? I said, what, what happened the other day? I was wrong. And I just want to apologize. And I just took my hand out. He didn't know what to do. It, it just, nobody ever does. No, no folk, they don't do that anymore. Folk don't do that kind of stuff anymore. So I just took my hand. I said, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I was wrong and I'm sorry. He said, oh, man, don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. He shook my hand, you know, gave me a hug. Don't worry about it. It's all good, man. It's all good. Now, prior to that, now, the reason I know that they had an impact the prior to that, because we had worked together in various situations, we had worked together for years. He had always called me Fields, my last name, Fields. Fields, Fields, Fields. From that day forward, he now calls me Mike. From that day forward, he now calls me Mike. He's Mike, Mike, Mike. Years, just called me by my last name. But because of what happened and because of my willingness to be open to what the Spirit of God was saying and to not, even though we had a disagreement, to not be disrespectful. It changed everything. And so, so there was, we must, as the body of Christ, if we're going to pursue excellence, we must learn how to disagree respectfully. We must learn how, to, we're going to have disagreements, but never allow them to cause you to become disrespectful or to harbor feelings of disrespect for one another. The second passage of scripture that we want to look at real quickly, dear ones, and we'll be done for today, was read for us also in the opening, and it's in Proverbs, the 15th chapter. It was read for us in the opening, Proverbs 15, verses 1 and 2. Notice, if you will, what we're told there. It says, a soft answer turns away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. The tongue of the wise uses knowledge aright, but the mouth of fools pours out foolishness. Now, the thing that we need to keep in mind, dear ones, is this. When you are in the midst of a disagreement with someone, giving soft answers to that person is not going to be the first thing that comes to your mind concerning what you want to give to them. Soft answers is not going to be the first thing. It might not be the fifth thing. It might not even be the tenth thing. It might not even come to your mind. (laughs) A soft answer. No, I'll give them something all right. And it ain't going to be soft. And dear ones, it is because of this that we need to take note of the wisdom that is given to us in verse 2. Because notice the wisdom writer, he connects what he says in verse 1 to what he says in verse 2. And notice what he says in verse 2. He says, the tongue of the wise uses knowledge aright. When when you give that soft answer, you're using knowledge correctly. But he says, goes on to say, but the mouth of fools pours out foolishness. 
When you use grievous words to respond to that person that you are in disagreement with, you're stirring up something and you're behaving foolishly. Lord have mercy. And so it is in seeing this and then applying what it says in verse 2 to what we are told in verse 1 that we are then forced to ask ourselves a question when it comes to the disagreements that we have with other people, dear ones. And with regards to that disagreement, dear ones, the question that we have to ask ourselves is this. What is it that you're trying to accomplish? What is it with that disagreement that you're having with that person? What is it that you're trying to accomplish? Hello, dear ones. This is Pastor Michael Fields. And here at the end of today's broadcast, I just wanted to take a moment and say thank you to all of you for taking the time out of your day to tune in and listen to our program. My hope is that today's broadcast has been a blessing to you in some way and has helped you in your walk and in your relationship with the Lord. And I want to encourage all of you to tell a friend about this program and join us here next time as we look into the riches of God's Word in order to find a word for life. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.